When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Coaches Network, bringing the game together. You now listen to the Coaches Network, a podcast aiming to bring people at the heart of player development together. My name is Coach Yas, a UEFA A license and FA goalkeeping B license coach with over 10 years experience working in youth football from grassroots right through to Premier League academies. I'm currently operating as an affiliate shooter for the FA alongside working towards a Masters in Performance Football Coaching. I'll be sitting down with coaches, coach educators and key figures in the game to have free-flowing conversations and discuss the challenges, lessons learned and effective trends in the coaching world today. As usual, I'll be joined by my co-hosts, Ahmed. Hey guys, hope everyone is well. Looking forward to today's discussion. Then, Hi guys, um, looking forward to today's uh, discussions. Uh, hopefully there'll be a couple of gems to take from it. Sherlin. Hi guys, uh, looking forward to another good debate today. Um, hope you're all well, hope you enjoy. And a cameo appearance for our special guest today, my four-month-old son. <coughs> Welcome back, guys. Um, so, you know, today's this conversation is going to be around mentoring. Uh, what is it? Why do, we need, why do we do it? And how is it different to the coach? And if it does at all, it'd be interesting to get each of your guys' takes on what mentoring is to you, whether you've ever had a mentor, whether you've been a mentor, and what that process looks like. Yeah, um, yeah. for me, it's, uh, it's probably been a bit more of an informal uh, route to it, where I've kind of uh, developed uh, relations with, you know, more experienced coaches um, along my pathway uh, that, you know, it, all, uh, it can be for various reasons. It may be due to the fact that they probably oppose the, the style of how I coached or probably liked the way I coached, uh, that they kind of started taking me uh, under their wing and giving, not necessarily only giving advice, but just, you know, actually having just discussions where you're both kind of bouncing off each other and um, like inadvertently building some a sort of relation and we kind of touched on it on the previous podcast where uh, we we're talking about the fact that we have uh, I was talking about the fact that I have um, different mentors for like different things and different aspects of coaching and that's why I tend to find help develop my relations there and there. Just, just on that then do you think it's, uh, you know how, how have you gone you know you've mentioned there briefly that you've you know you've had different mentors and I guess we did talk about it briefly in last in last show. But how do you you know how do you go about identifying who's who's a, who's a good mentor for you? I mean, what can you give us any examples of some you know some mentors you've had where you thought actually I'm purposely going to go and look for this person to mentor me, or is it just been? Yeah, so um, so it's not. Uh, yeah, like you said, there's probably been uh, two that I'll say that I've actively gone out to look for just because I've known of their previous work and I, I know that I, I potentially have um, access to them uh, through that. So that, that I, I um, it came to a point where I kind of started to be a bit more aware of uh, what I need um, in my own personal coaching journey and, you know, just sort of support that I need and, you know, try to identify who can be the best um, sort of uh, 
person for me at, at that stage of my uh, at that stage of my coaching journey. Right, so just within that, then I mean, just nothing kind of just springs out to me. Is 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 it always been that way? Has it ever been a situation where you haven't actually quite reflected on what it is that you need mentoring in, and you just happened to stumble upon someone who's actually just taking you under their wing, and then going through that process, you've then been able to establish and understand for yourself what those areas might be later on. Yeah, definitely, or, definitely. Like I feel, especially in your initial state initial stages of coaching you're not uh I, i'll doubt that say they had a foresight um of uh, what they intended to do in to, in regards to the midterm and pro potentially long term but how to get there they probably weren't aware of and uh through that uh, that's where like a mentor can be a good a good uh sort of structure and framework for you to to work upon not that you're necessarily copying them but they are giving you a bit more of roadmap of how to get there There's, there may be some things that you won't um agree with what they're saying but then that'll that'll further help with you establishing um your sort of uh, identity as a coach or your your mm. sort of needs as a coach uh, uh, in that uh, time. I mean, just obviously, just want to kind of kind of extend that question to obviously Sherlin Sh- Army as well. I mean, if you guys got any experience that you want to share around some mentors that you've had, and I guess what the, how those mentors have gone about helping you. Um, for me, in terms of having being a mentor, um, I'd say uh, zero experience. I've never really had like uh, a younger coach or a less experienced coach like kind of asking me for guidance. I think it just sometimes happens naturally, like when you're just doing a football session if someone might be struggling you might just provide them with a quick bit of like advice of how to get through the session if they're struggling but in terms of me being a mentor I'd say pretty much zero experience in terms of me being a mentee Mm. every time I've kind of felt like I've had some kind of guidance has mainly been like on football courses uh looking back on reflecting on my coaching path I should have been a bit more proactive in terms of finding someone that's been through this, the experiences that I was going to uh, go through, basically. So someone that was like maybe three or four years ahead of me on like the coaching uh, path. And I think that would have been a lot ben- uh, mm. uh, very beneficial for me. But Just, just to highlight that, you, you, when you say about the coaching path, you made me speaking about particularly the environments that you'd be faced with yeah, yourself. Exactly. Like, like for me, like personally, the, the biggest thing I kind of struggled with in terms of football is the is the racism. I couldn't, it got to a point where I just couldn't handle it no more. Right. And it was one of the big reasons why I wanted to kind of retrain, find a different career because, yeah, I never really had like any guidance on it. Sure. So, I mean, so having now gone through some of that stuff there, have you, is there is there people that you would now speak to in terms of men, mentorship capacity? Or is it a situation where actually you still haven't been able to find anyone that probably could mentor you through that or, you know? That's just something that's personal to me. But yeah. I, I would no, no, definitely. Great, I, I think... If you if you're lucky enough to have a mentor that cares about you and that's got time for you, then you will progress a lot quicker than without having one. In my opinion, yeah, yeah, okay. It, 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 it basically my, the, the sense I get from mentoring is if you're a mentor, it's your job to kind of accelerate their learning uh, process because obviously you can kind of guide them as to what they're most probably going to encounter and how to kind of overcome it. So instead of it being like a process that might take six to nine months of learning, yeah. it might get done in maybe two to three months and then they're on to the next challenge and so on. So it's just, you're just staying ahead of uh, the learning curve, I guess. Okay. And so I mean, a mentor, yeah. How about yourself, Sean? Have you got anything, any uh, different, anything different to add to that? Uh, when I, if I'm being fully honest, when I look back on, Nothing but the word mentor or, yeah. or mentor, and there's so many different views you could have on it. Again, yeah. obviously, listen to you know Ben and Armin, they've got their own experiences, and to be honest, I'll, you know, that would probably be the same for everybody else. When it comes down to me, it stems back probably more culturally as well to right. have a mentor, right? And I'm going back to when I was like in secondary school days. and you know, this, you know, the area that I came from, you know, there's a lot of statistics saying about family life and so on. I had a great upbringing, you know, but there was also aspects of things that I needed where I didn't feel that I got it from the area that I was, you know, living in or, you know, okay. the people I was around. And when I was at school, we had a thing called um, a black mentor scheme. Okay. And it was for, you know, people of BAME background, you know, black and Asian. Well, it was mainly black and Asian in my school at that time. So we would get volunteer 
you know, people from the community, that right. mean, whether they were lawyers or doctors or just people of high esteem in yeah. the w- world of work. And they will come to our school and for a whole year we were mentored by these people. So interesting. It just it built up a lot of a lot it opened a lot of doors for my, my mindset and how I view right. things. And I think the scheme allowed, you know, especially for myself to actually see the world from a different picture from someone from the you know, representing the same background of myself. Yeah. So I kind of took those learnings that I had from my mentor back then and I brought it into whether, you know, whatever job that I was going into, I'd always seek someone out, not necessarily who had more experience than me, but who was on a similar mindset or who would challenge me on things that maybe other people wouldn't understand. And, Mm. you know, that helped me to find different ways of explaining my views and opinions on things in life. Definitely, one of the one of the things that kind of sparks up for me there is that this question for everyone really is: Can anyone be a mentor? I believe so. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you know something something that Ben touched. Sorry, cut your show. Something that Ben touched earlier about you know look seeking um, or gaining mentorship mentorship from particular individuals. I think quite often there's this misconception that you know you must look to someone who's been doing things for longer per se or had experience of certain situations but i think sometimes we overlook actually someone could have that knowledge but not having specifically gone through it themselves as well they may have witnessed others gone through it they may have actually been mentored by others and maybe seen the effects of that so they even then not necessarily had to face the experience themselves that makes sense yeah um it's interesting because i had a conversation with someone the other day around uh around you know mentoring what what if 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 it has a place and um, if it is different to coaching, um, if so, what role did mentoring actually play? Um, and, you know, the, the, they went on to talk about the FA's coach mentoring program. And, and it's, it's interesting because you've talked about having a mentoring program back at your school. I guess kind of one of the questions that runs in my head is it's important to establish actually mentoring is actually a two-way process, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. And there's got to be something in it for both parties, I, I, in my opinion. I, I I wouldn't say I wouldn't use the term of you know it's got to be something in it. I think men, mentoring is so broad that yeah. there's tons of things that will come out of of the relationship. And when I look back, like I said, you know, when I was at school, it the mentor that I had he opened my eyes to a lot of things. Right, and a, a lot of things was you know a, a big thing was was racism. Mm. You know, whether it was back then or even in today's world. Yeah, and you know. I look at the mentors because I do have mentors, you know that I you know I speak to on a, on a regular basis uh, around football, and they're not just from the, the same background as me now, and that mindset was opened by my mentor that I had when I was back in school. To understand, I, I, but I think where I was going with the whole there has to be something in it for both parties. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be of uh, necessarily a monetary value or something material, material materialistic. It's more from perspective actually. It's interesting because obviously you talked about those those people who were mentoring in your program. Mm-hmm. They were all volunteers. Yeah. So something there's got there's something in it for them. They, well, you know, whether that's the gratification of, of I guess just supporting someone and oh yeah of course whatever. of course so, I mean yeah. it's, it's, I think it's important for the, I guess the mentee in that rela- that relationship to understand what the mentor is going to get out of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's interesting for you know. Would you guys say that when you've had mentors, you had clearly defined outcomes from that relationship? Yes. Has it started off? Has it started off as a a friend who's then actually then just supported you, or has it become actually you've gone to this person seeking for some knowledge, and then it's actually then flourished into a friendship? Um, I mean, there's many paths that can go down. I mean, certainly some of the people that I've, uh, I guess, sought mentorship from, I don't see them as I don't necessarily see them as mentors anymore. They're actually quite a lot of them have become good friends of mine. Um, which I guess then comes back to what you were saying there about you know having someone that actually cares about you. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah. If, I could, if I can just, if I can just add, for me, it's definitely a two-way street. Uh, the, the mentoring, yeah, and you, you kind of get what you put in on both sides, whether you're the mentor or the mentee. But for me, fundamentally, when it comes to the relationship, the mentor and the mentee have to have experienced the same things or they're going to experience the same things. So there's no point of me 
getting John Terry as my mentor when I know he's done zero grassroots football coaching and I'm solely just a grassroots football co- coach. Likewise, yeah. um, I'm sure Sherlin's uh, men, uh, mentors when he was in secondary school were ethnic minority men because yeah. it's, it makes it relatable. They've gone through similar struggles, experiences that the, the mentee will, be, will eventually go through. So for me, that's the main thing when it comes to mentoring. There needs to be like a fundamental like relationship that links the two together, whether it be the standard that they coach at or the experiences that they've been through or someone will go through. Can I can I just add on to you know exactly what Armin said regarding you know having that representation of your you know from your mentor mm. uh, you know a big thing that he he did kind of instill in me is that as much as it's important to have representation from your mentor or whether you're you know mentoring somebody else you know in in, in general it also it also opened my eyes to allow certain people you know, from different backgrounds to actually be involved in my life on that level. And the right. reason why that is because trust. Trust is, is, is a big thing on a two-way street. And yeah. if you've got that with someone, regardless of where they come from, it's you, you, you kind of run to a winner on there. So, yeah, it did start off in a sense where it was, you know, from my school background and then it was people from, you know, from my, my, my ethnic background. But I still carry those views as well. But I've but, also been opened up to different different yeah. sorts of things. So, but ultimately, ultimately, that's that's just come down to. I mean, I guess they're building a rapport. You know, subconsciously, as as human beings, we look to build rapport with people that we see as uh, somewhat reflections of ourselves. Yep. Um, so whether that start initially starts with, uh, I guess, your race, then you know that that could be a starting point. But ultimately, if you've got someone else who's got a similar mind mindset or similar thoughts and concepts of their own. That's that, important uh, uh, that but this is, I think, the big problem lies. Like, but for me as well, personally, it's like, if I did, when I was started coaching at 17, 18, mm. it's like, I knew the only type of guidance I would get would be from people that I'm working with, pretty much. But, but is, is, that, is that necessarily the case? Or is yeah, that because time, you had a closed no, mindset to say... No, uh, at the time, yeah. at the time, that's what I thought was the case. It's like, I never knew that other coaches had the time of day for me. Like, if I, but, I, but now I know I can approach them and say, oh, sorry, mate, uh, I've seen your session and stuff. Do you mind if I just ask you a couple of questions? And then from there, a kind of mentor-mentee relationship could spark. But I yeah. think a lot more needs to do on the kind of mentor side to try yeah. and attack the mentee, I mean, to attract the mentees or to try and let them I, know. The, the thing is, 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 that, is, that, is, that, is that a mentor's job? Is, I mean, is it someone's job to actually say, yeah, I want to attract yeah, people to me? Is. Or is it just yeah. actually, no, I'm working on myself. Mm. And by working on myself, these, these are the things I've achieved. Therefore, because I've achieved these things, this is what makes me attractive rather than me going out there saying, I need oh. to make myself attractive to people rather than actually just think, I've actually, I'm just working on my own craft. I think personally, at the start of like a mentoring relationship, the onus is more on the mentor to make the connection with the mentee. It's more difficult for the mentee to find the mentor, um, in my opinion. It, so, but but I, I'm not... Uh, sorry, yeah, go on. I just want to touch on that a bit. Like, and, uh, the one thing that I feel we should acknowledge is the fact that this uh, mentorship role tends to not be, obviously, like a full-time commitment like that. Like I said, like this mentor is also working on themselves to better themselves as an individual and vice versa. Um, so with that, I don't necessarily think the onus is just on the mental. I think it is two-way. And I feel like uh, when we say the onus is on the mental, we have to acknowledge that um, within that relationship, both of them are trying to benefit from something, uh, albeit, albeit if the mentor doesn't necessarily get advice about it. But but mm. the advice that he's given, he'll want to see some sort of manifestation in that. So like if... The mentee isn't um, necessarily mm. doing anything with um, the advice or the discussions that are happening. Then it just feels like time wasted to that mentor. Definitely, I think it, just on that note, it just you know it reminds me of certain times where people say, oh, you know, they want to come and watch a session, or they want to come and uh, you know go and visit an academy and do you know. And I don't, you know, I've got not, I've got nothing against people coming to watch sessions and stuff like that. But I've had, you know, I've had times where people have actually come and ask me. In my head, I'm actually thinking, well, what, they, what, what do you want to watch? What is it that you're coming to see? Um, I think people get quite quite often this idea of yeah, I want to go and watch someone else's session, 
right? But what are you actually going to look for? What are you trying to, what are you trying to see? What are you trying to observe within that session? Or is it just a general observation? And I think linking that back to... Well, that's my point. That's so, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Like, because what you just said is like very poignant to me. It's like, you see what the person's doing there? For me, it's like they're trying to reach out. They're trying to start it. They might not have the skill set or the life experience to actually ask you what they actually want. Did you get my point? No, that, 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 you're right with that, but... Because that, that even is your not, questions like for me, asking him, "What do you want to watch? What do you want?" He might not know. He just might want to. But this is, but this is, but this is, this is, but this is, this is what I'm trying to establish. And obviously, it comes back to the question I was obviously asking Ben earlier. You know, is it always that actually your goals are established before you have a mentor, or do you just end up establishing? Okay, now I've got this this person of a of some sort of a leadership figure with with me in this in this process of um, development. That actually, I'm starting to become more self aware about some of the things I actually want to go away and develop on. If that makes sense, but. I don't necessarily think that is the mentor's role. I mean, on the flip side, I've I've had other people come to me in the past and ask me for support. And likewise, myself, if I'm reaching out for support or, or some sort of guidance from others, I, I may, maybe maybe it's partly to do with because I'm a bit more clear in where I want support or where I want to get some guidance. So if I'm approaching someone new, for instance, I'll now go there with direct outcomes. Right, I'm coming to you because I want to know about A, B, C. Yeah, but that's because you've been through the process, yeah, a few times. No, but that's uh, that's what I'm getting. So I mean, I'm I'm just really putting the thought out there for coaches to, you know, if you haven't got a mentor now, start to consider actually, if you did have a mentor, what would you want that mentor in? Um, and just start to consider some of those areas. I mean, it it then leads me back to obviously my initial question that I asked before: is can anyone be a mentor? Because I'm seeing in particular. Let's, let's look at Sherlin. Let's look at your program back at your school, for instance. Did you get to select that mentor? Was that mentor just assigned to you? Uh, the process was we kind of did a survey and it was just, they, there was questions asked of, you know, what do I like? What's my interest and so yeah. on? How do I see my future? And I, if I'll be honest with you, it's such a long time ago, I couldn't tell you even one yeah, thing. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems quite a while ago, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I couldn't tell you not even one thing that I put on that form. But I do know that I put something to do with football. Do you, right, do you know okay. what I mean? So it was a case of just kind of matching myself mm. up with, you know, other uh, males from, from my background. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it just kind of sparked another thing in my head again. Um, Can I ask a question? You can. Is there like a website that coaches that want to find a mentor or coaches that want to find a mentee? Is there like a forum that brings them together? I'm sure there is. There's probably there's probably yeah, several. Pro- I, I'm, bit... I'm, I'm sure there is as well, but I don't actually know of any. Um, I don't have a particular website to hand, or to, to but I'm pretty sure there is things out there, and I'm, I'm actually I'm certain there is things out there. You know. It's... I think it's more on the FA website, the individual yeah, ones. And I think if like you want to FA coach mentor, but it, 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 just within that, I was going to come on to say, actually, there's a couple of people that I've now started linking in with who have actually got nothing or no background in football, but have actually been great mentors for me within the context of my coaching football. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, kind of leads me to my next question is, how important is it that that mentor has specific knowledge about the subject or the or the, or the coach, not necessarily coaching, but specific knowledge about the game of football, or is actually mentorship more about understanding the challenges with with the uh, applying, I guess, transferable skills within that. Uh, I, I think you know, just I don't think it has to be hundred percent on solely the game, and I speak from experience of I work in education at the yeah. unit also as well. And the people that I work with, I gain so much support from them, and even things that they don't even know that they're actually supporting me on. If the, if that if that makes sense, yeah. And I, I take that into my, my my coaching world, and so I I don't think it has to be hundred percent on football, but at the same time, it also depends on what the mentee needs, and if you are at a capacity in your life where you you can actually have that space and time to think about what you need okay example i could be going on a, another a coaching course and i i've done some research that course i'm thinking well, i'm not too sure about that i don't understand that you kind of seek out the right people that you think from your mind can actually give you some you know some serious serious good feedback on 
what could be right for you at this time, what could be, you know, something that you could hold back from. It, it all depends on what you actually need. So I don't think it's just 100% down to football-based. Right. Yeah, I agree with um, what Shannon's saying. It doesn't necessarily have to be from a football background. I, I, I'm pretty sure... Um, we can all say that like there's there's a bunch of transferable transferable skills that we've learned outside of football that we've brought into um our development and our pathway as coaches. Um like the best the best example I, I've seen is like um I was watching that Man City Man City documentary the other day and Pep Guardiola's um mentor is a former world champion in like a water polo. And oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's more so from that competitive mindset. Oh, you went to school together, Gosha? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> yeah, it's, <a> <laughs> but it's more carry yeah, on. It's more, it, but like with him, he's, he's talking to him more so about that competitive uh, mindset and always trying to like keep the standards regardless of the restraints that are presented within competition and life itself. So I like the you can tell. Like with uh, mentorship, we shouldn't only think of it from uh, a football standpoint that, oh, you're meant to learn about the technical and tactical aspects, um, you know, of the game from this play, uh, person. It can also be from an interpersonal um, standpoint, physical standpoint, a social standpoint, like whatever, psychological standpoint. I mean, uh, so what, whatever you feel that um, you will need uh, that extra support on or whatever, you, whatever like, appeals to you, as an individual uh, more in the game, then you should go, like actively look to go and seek that sort of support. Right. So just a question for you guys. I mean, Ahmed, you haven't really had a mentor. Show Ben, you guys say you have. I mean, in, in just generally, but more specifically in the context of football, if, if you've got one, how is that? How have you, how have you gone about establishing that relationship? And, you know, has it, ever, has it, ever, has it always been a case of, there's no fee involved, or do you know? Is is there a fee involved with some of your mentors, and is should there be a fee, or should there not be a fee? I mean, no, I think personally, if you if you're gonna, like, I think all of us in, in this chat are more in the position to be a mentor rather than a mentee, especially if we're looking at coaches that are coming in. I think all of us in here could be a great help to like coaches that are up and coming. If we were to then charge them, I think fundamentally, because we've been through that struggle as well where we're kind of craving the help of their founders. I think that's a bit of uh, out of order, in my opinion. It, but, I mean... If it's someone that's on their UEFA B, their UEFA A, and they're trying to specifically get some expertise, like a private lesson more so than mentoring, then, yeah, m- maybe. But if it's... It depends on the mentee, personally. Does it uh, Does it depend on the mentee, or does it me, depend yes, on the for, nature of what they me, want yes. to achieve from for the me, mentorship? Yes. So, say, for example, you, you, you're running a grassroots club and you've got three four coaches that are working for you, it's in your best interest to give them knowledge, to mentor them, to make them better, because it will in turn make your business a better. Right. That, um, that, that you're you're talking about leading uh, leading a, from a perspective of this is your organization. You want to support the yeah, staff but within you can it. Yeah, still be have mentoring roles in that kind of situation as well. No, you're you're right. You're right. But then already you've identified that that's that person's environment. They've already set their own grassroots environment. They're trying to build their own environment. So it's within their best interest to support the people within that, if that makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm more thinking from a perspective of, you know, for those people who maybe don't have mentors right now, should they be put off by people saying, actually, I can support you with that, but this is how much my time is going to cost you? Yeah, but then what if... Uh... So look, th- th- and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that's, that no, has it, to it happen. Or so, because... so, so, so with me, I was trying to do my dissertation at university, and the data was not working. In the end, it was like the simplest of problems. I had data in months, some in weeks, and some in years, so it couldn't compute it. I went to a guy. Literally, he wanted to charge me for five minutes of his time. I said, right. to him, "I'm not going to pay you." And he's like, "No, but we've done like an hour." I said, "No, we've done five minutes." I didn't understand like literally his point, and it's like. If you're going to go to someone and they want £40 an hour from you, for example, and you want help on how to uh, do a session on defending and he completely just talks about your social well-being and your mind frame to the session, are you going to pay him? Because that's not what you want. So it becomes more of a service. But which is why it needs to be made clear at the start of the relationship. Surely this is what we were trying to get out of the relationship. So if someone comes to me as a mentor and they say to me, right, this is what I gave, you know, I made an example the other day. Someone comes to me now and says, yes, do you know what? Yes, I want you to mentor me. I want you to really help me with my time management. 
So let me ask you hey, a question. Yeah. I'm thinking Dave Chappelle's just bust the biggest joke of the, of the century. So let, let me ask you a question. He's not going to get so it from me. So look, it's, it's, like, it's like Ben and Sherlin said, mentoring is multifaceted. It's not just one layer. It's multi-layered. So yeah. everyone that you're friends with, that you was a mentee or a mentor to, would you be friends with them now if you was paying them money? Or would you see but, it more as a service? Right. Would so there's, there's, there's two aspects then? to this, right? So if someone said to me, like, again, this is why I say it has to be a two-way process. It, surely there's something in it from the men, like, and it's not a case of I'm not I'm not wanting to help. I'm, I'm just I'm and I'm just playing devil's advocate here because yeah, nice. quite. But there's people that have come to me, for instance, right? That I wouldn't even think of charging for support. I wouldn't think of charging them for my time because they I I I value what they bring to my life in another capacity. Right, so then it's a trade-off. It's, it's still a two-way process. I might not be getting mentorship from them in return. I might be getting something else from them in return. I'm not saying it, it has to be. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm taking. Take. It's not about taking. It's about actually, what's the balance here? So where people might have uh, a challenge is actually saying, "Oh, do you know, what? I haven't got the funds to find a mentor." Right, but then it's, if you're gonna go to a mentor, like as Ben said something as simple as actually coming back to the mentor and saying, I've taken on board what you said regarding X, Y, and Z. This is how I've, these are my thoughts on it. This, this is how I've decided to go and now approach the situation. And then later even coming back to me saying, actually, this is the outcome. And that in itself adds value. Because then it shows, it shows to the, it shows to the, I guess, the mentor in that, in that relationship that actually my time is not being wasted Someone's it, actually also, taking on board uh, and applying. If, if it does become so, say for example, yes, you're, you're you're a world class mentor, and it's like I don't have a penny to my name extra to to, but I really want your expertise and your advice. I can't I can't access it at all because I can't afford it. So, but this is what I, I said to you. So you about that mentoring. If you want to be a mentor, it's about you're willing to share your experiences. Um, you're you're open and willing to give 10, 15 minutes of your time with on the phone. But the, okay, so now if you tell, if you say to me now you want 10, 15 minutes of my time, for me yeah, personally, I'm personally, saying to you, right, okay, yeah, I, if this is 10, 15 minutes of my time, I can give you 10, 15 minutes of my time. But what are we going to discuss? So I'll yeah. give you an example. As in my in my current role, I, I you know I, I I mentor quite a few coaches. Um, a lot of them say, oh, can I call you? Now, my thing is. Drop me an email, because if it's something I can deal with in the email, then I don't need to speak to you on the phone. Because it's going to take more of my time actually to sit with you and have a conversation where I could be doing other things. But if you were specific and said, actually, do you know what? I need your support over the phone because it's going to help me understand it better. I want to know exactly what we're discussing. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, guys. That's my whole point at the start. Some people don't have the confidence to do that. That's what I'm trying to say to you. No, no, but especially, but... especially we look at coaches that are more inclined to get a mentor. They're going to be new to the coaching world. They might be young. So it's like you're asking a lot of them, in my opinion, to like know what they want to talk about. Like they might just have in their head, I know I need some form of guidance. I really like Coach Yaz. I love but, how he coaches and how he makes things easy. But, but again, again, you've already, just with by, by saying that, you've already highlighted, right, what is it about Coach Yaz that you might like? You said, so keep that reference there. You said, right, he makes things look easy. But what is it that he's making look easy? What parts are you yeah, thinking? Yeah, I don't know because I'm new to coaching. But I just, wanna, I just like what you do. But I don't know what specifically is yet. But then when you start building up these barriers of like, what do you want? What do you want to talk about? Can it be done over an email? I might charge you for my time. Etc. Fair enough. If a man wants you to come all the way to him and you're in North London and he's in South London, then yeah, you might charge him a little 10, 20 pounds for the travel. But yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You expect them to come to you at least if you're going to have a 10, 15 minute chat in person because they can't. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. With, I agree with Ahmed. You know, I mean, what, 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 you, what you said is spot on because when, how I view mentoring it's you, you're even as a mentor you've got to be prepared to give back now i see it as it doesn't matter what, what it is that they're calling me for and yes i get what you're saying about you know could we have this conversation you know what's it going to be all about i'm only going by personal experiences and the people that i've spoken to as i've continued through my journey they've, right. ne they've never approached me on a level of what is it do you need or how long is it going to take or you know no, but why, why i go on to say that is if someone okay, it's not a case I understand of your point, yes. Listen, I understand your point 100%. It's like you can't 
you, you got a family, you got a job, you're trying to do a master's. No, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not even about that, to be honest with you. It's more from a specific, I was looking at it from a point of view to say, actually, let's maximize our use of time. Exactly, yeah. So rather than you coming to me and saying, boom, 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 uh, I just want to come and watch what you're doing. I'm going to say, right, okay, I'm, I would actually ask a question. So if, if someone anyway, ever comes to me and says, yes, I want to come watch your session, I say, right, well, what, do you want to, what is it that you want to see? Because I can then already weed out for you whether I'm the right person for you. Yeah, but that's not the point, though, Yaz. It might be more. It's like you said, it's, it's multi-layered. It's like if, if I'm a football coach that's of Asian origin like yourself, I've got a bit of facial hair. Um, we we wear the same boots. We we kind of hold ourselves the same way. It's like I can see myself being like you in a few years, if that makes sense. So it's like I'm not sure what I'm looking for, but I know I'm going to be comfortable to learn from you because there's, there's a connection. Okay, Miss Convert's what we said about before about having that subconscious uh, rapport already there because of the similarities you see in one of us. Listen, has is... me uh, like it might sound strange to you. I don't want to sound racist or anything, but for me in my head, I've never considered having a mentor. That is at a, like an actual royalty or someone that's upper class uh, from a different background from because it's like I know I can learn certain things, but ultimately that kind of ease and rapport to kind of express myself freely might take too long. Does that make sense? But what about if that person has got the experience that you that of working in the environment you're trying to? I guess. Yeah, which is fine, but I'm I'm I, I guess with me I'm kind of basing this on like. The mindset of being a younger coach because that's what I'm thinking this would be more beneficial for but the older you get then problems become easier but yeah like when you're younger and you're like 18 to 21 you're not really going to go to like someone that's the total opposite to your demographic for, for help and advice it's kind of like it makes the process a bit more unnatural and a bit kind of like inefficient like it might take a bit too long to settle in with them but isn't it well, um, it's, 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 it's interesting you say that because I mean uh, sorry Ben I just want to make this one point and then go in. It, I've been coaching for 10 years, right? Touched on my background there, sort of, of Asian descent. I've only ever met three Asian tutors in my life. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So, it, it, for someone who may be in a position like mine, where, where do you think they could get that support from if they're not looking outside of that? different areas of life as as we mentioned earlier on it doesn't have to be necessarily football based you're a smart enough person you know c- considering the qualification you have and the experience you have seek that type of background of person in a, in, a, in a different environment it doesn't have to always be around football regardless of you being you know only knowing two or three tutors before your movements is now going to inspire new tutors from your background and it doesn't have to be the fact that you've got all that information or support from people of your background in football. No, you're right. But what I was coming back to, obviously, now looking at what Ahmed was saying, essentially Ahmed was saying that, well, someone coming new into coaching may not be, I guess, confident or aware enough to be able to maybe present some of these, I guess, cha- I guess face some of these challenges, essentially, and how you even think about it from a perspective, actually, I want to, I, I need to know what I'm going to look for. So if that that familiar looking figure isn't there. Who are you, you, you? Surely you're naturally just going to go to whoever's in front of you. So whether that be that, you know, if I'm, if I'm a young black, young black boy coming onto, uh, I guess, an FA level one, where am I going to look to seek my support? Well, if, they, if let's say I'm from another area where, or I'm on a course where it's actually, there's 24 people in the course. There's, I'm the only, I'm the only, I'm the only person of any ethnicity or, um, well, Minor, uh, my only minority on the course, and there's 23 others that aren't. The tutor's not. Where are you going to look to for your support if you're looking to get it from a coaching perspective? I get what you're saying, but obviously that's now looking. Is that not what we're saying in terms of looking outside of the football context? Is something that we're going to do when we have maybe a bit more self awareness and a bit more experience to understand actually I can get information from elsewhere. But essentially, not everyone's going to have that mindset. And I think that's that's the point Armid was trying to make. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, as you get older, listen, like my, my whole mindset to this conversation is just be, coming from a young coach's point of view. But as you get to a certain age and you've got a few experience and you've got them interpersonal skills, talking becomes a lot easier. It's like, as a 25-year-old, as I can go up to, to Yaz and say, listen, I really want to learn about how you get your team to press because I've been in the game for a few years. But when I'm first starting, it's just like, 
I wouldn't actually mind you telling me what I should look at first to learn, um, and then what's next. You see, like I've been obviously just listening, uh, listen to, it and I, I do get the, the whole notion of, you know, the young coaches don't necessarily know what they want to go through, but I don't agree with the necessarily, necessarily that the I, owners should be on the mentors. I feel like. We we know we know what we know now due to the experience we had, and not every experience was necessarily a positive experience. So they're gonna. They're... Is, that, is that entirely true what? as well, though? I mean, maybe I'm being uh... maybe I'm just being difficult here. I don't know. Skeptical, but sure, yeah. I don't know. Every every ex- every experience is it not a positive one? If if you if you've taken away something from it, well, obviously I'm talking about yeah. perception anyway. Like um, there's a, there's a lot of things that. So I'm, I'm yeah, just being. I'm just talking then. about perception. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about perception. Like if if you failed, if you failed a course, uh, a coaching course before, obviously majority will take as a, a negative. But there's obviously lessons that you've taken from it and then uh, gone to learn and then eventually passed the course and whatnot. But like um, my thing, uh, my thing with it is that okay, if a, if a young coach. Uh, comes up to me and wants to have a conversation but they don't know what it necessarily is and I may not be the person to support them uh, I may ask them like a series of leading questions um, to, towards that and that will further establish their relationship even though I will I will not be able to help them with it They at least yeah. it will give them more of a picture of what they need to necessarily look for just through the fact that they may add, maybe they may come and uh, watch the session and then I've asked them okay cool like uh, is there anything that you like is there anything that you don't like and then through that uh, through that discussion you tend you, you may find that I don't know they, they're coaching uh, on the eights in the grassroots side and they may have just come to watch my on the 18 academy side or something like that it's not but you as the person them coming to see would you not want to know what their reason for coming in the first place is. Yeah, that's why I said that. It's or really, is it just a case of, right? Um, but you're, yeah. you're, you're, are you going to ask those questions before or after the observation? No, I, I, what, oh, okay. So I'm saying to me now, yeah, it, if if someone comes to me and says, yeah, yes, I want, I, I want to come watch a session. I think uh, <laughs> mentoring, like, I don't know, mentoring doesn't happen over one session. We all know this. It's like, uh, for it to be successful and it, for it to benefit both parties, it's going to be at least a six-month process and you're going to see the person develop. Even if their first time you meet them, their questions is going to be a bit kind of, uh, not irrelevant, but a bit unguided because you can see that... A bit broad. Yeah, I do, I do understand. Exactly. Yeah, I do understand um, uh, that bit, but like I feel like the establishing of a uh, mentor-mentee relationship tends, uh, tends to sort of happen from initial conversations and then I think you can tell from initial conversations uh, whether this yeah, is where this it's, gonna, is where go. it's gonna go sort of thing from from the dynamic that both of you are talking in like where there may be one person predominantly just asking um questions to so, uh, someone else or it may it may be that both of you are on level grounds and you're just um having uh, you know genuine conversation about like what you guys are doing in the game but and that's that's why I feel the dynamic can be established there and when you see that uh, not necessarily that you're always opposing to what um, someone is saying because that can also be beneficial to you but like is you can see you can see it through the sort of um, type of conversations that you're having with someone if it's going to be laughs and jokes all the time then, then you're not really getting any substance from it, then it may not be beneficial for you. If it is that um, you are not understanding uh, a, lot of, a lot of the things that someone, like the mentor is saying to you, though the potential mentor is saying to you, then it may be that you're not ready uh, for those sort of conversations yet, and that you may have to seek help from someone else that speaks a language that is a bit more understandable for your stage. But again, does that not come back to, I guess, having a, a clear um, intended yeah, outcome but that's from the these thing. conversations? They're not, not going to know what they don't know. So, like, don't, that's, they may have to actually have these sort of conversations initially to establish that image. Because uh, we all kind of start on the blank, and we all kind of yeah. start on the blank uh, sort of slate. So, like, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't discourage yeah. I wouldn't discourage um like young coaches from just going to have conversations anyway. Like even if you don't know. So yeah, I mean, just a couple of things. I guess a couple of questions that I think is worth people, I guess, asking themselves in. And I, th- I think is if you haven't got a mentor, or even if you have got a mentor right now, I think for coaches, whether you're starting out or you're, you're you know, three, four years in or however long you're in, some questions that need to be asked, I think, constantly asked ourselves and, you know, is what is the problem I'm facing or what are the challenges I'm facing? And... I guess it, for me, it's, it's, this is about developing a growth mindset, essentially. It's by maybe not seeking mentorship if you don't already have one or not seeking, I guess, some support or, I guess, further knowledge if you don't already have access to it. Are you, I think the, the second question to ask is, are you just protecting your ego by not looking at new information or seeking other information which could support your players? Um because I think a lot of people, they don't want to reach out. They don't, they don't necessarily want to get some support from other people because they're very satisfied with what they're doing. Um, and a lot of coaches I've come across in particular, there's no one necessarily there to challenge their thoughts and their views and their opinions because in some case, they might be at that grassroots football club that they've set up. Therefore, they feel they have a, uh, an entitlement to be able to tell everyone else, this is how it's going to be done. This is how it should be done. And they never kind of step outside of that thought process, if that makes sense. I, I hear that, but if in if I'm being honest on that one, you know, yeah, we we all know that one person or that one club who probably just believe that they have the right way and the only way. Now, I only look at the bigger picture. Is down the line, five, ten years, you could be in the same position mentally, and the people that you believe that you don't need advice on, they're going to be progressing even further because coaching is having an open mind whether you're questioning or you're listening, if you can't do that in both, then for me, you, you really shouldn't be in coaching. And two, as we're talking about being a mentor, if you can't yeah. listen and respond at the correct times and, and, and respect people's opinions, then you shouldn't be a mentor. So as we were talking about earlier on regarding, you know, the time scale and obviously people got busy lives. If you're, for me, if you're going to be a mentor, you should be able to be accessed at sensible times and then that's down to you and the mentee to speak about that to take it going forward and then once you've spoken about that then you can start discussing about what this person's aspirations are regarding of what they may want from you as a mentor and if they don't have anything in specific then as a mentor it's down to you to kind of coach it out them because as Ahmed was saying earlier on someone could come and say you know I want to see yes you know coach because I feel comfortable watching him you know, and you may respond and thinking, well, what do you actually want? But at the same time, we've got to go back to when we started at the beginning. We may not have really and truly known what we wanted to do mm, in the next mm. five, ten years. Those sort of things came because we built trust in certain people that we were comfortable talking to in the first place. So mm. a, a mentor and a mentee is it, it's, a, it's an up and down thing, but it's about finding that right balance. And the only reason why I said because I'm now you know, mentoring uh, a coach that I've worked with. And it wasn't even a case where, you know, I said to him, I want to be your mentor, or he asked me. It just, it, no. it became that It thing. just turned into yeah, that, It just yeah. turned into it. And it's not a case where we touch base every single second. It's more or less sometimes I'm chasing him down just to check in on, first of all, his well-being, and then secondly, how things are going on his journey. And that's the type of relationship that I've built with him. That could be different for other people, but Again, I go back to this whole mentor and um, and mentee. It's got to be a a 50-50 balance, but with no set structure plan at the beginning because it's not going to build over trust and over time. And I think, just to add what Shelley was saying, and as it goes on, it's like the direction, the direction initially will come from the mentee, but then ultimately the correct direction will come from the mentor because it's like Mm. if you're a 19-year-old coach... And you want to learn about set pieces, for example, but you're just coaching under 17 when you're playing five aside. Okay, I don't mind. I'll show it to you. But for your development right of now, I suggest look at this. But, okay, so then this, this, this comes to my next question then. And it's an important one because I was having a conversation with someone the other day around this. Is it the mentor's job to decide the direction? Or is it the mentor's job to actually just support the mentee in moving in the direction that they've they, they've intended 
And then, Maybe. I guess, challenge and uh, probe on I feel the, the nature uh, of that journey as we go through it, if that makes oh, sense. Yeah. No, no, so, me, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, I feel go, like go, go for it, go for it, it needs to come from the mentee because at the end of the day, it is your life and it is, it is your um, professional decisions that you are making in terms of the direction that you want to go in. Um, I think in terms of what the mentor's role should be in that is that they are highlighting to you all the possible um, options that you have available to you. And, uh, you know, as the relationship uh, matures, you, obviously the mentor will have more of an understanding and a profile of their, their mentee, um, like, in order to give a bit more, uh, a bit more like, uh, suggestions and advice that, is catered towards that mentee as opposed to, you know, the mentor's um, sort of um, individual, individual self. So, like uh, with that, I just feel like it, it kind of it kind of depends on a load of things. It, it depends on like how far this mentee is down the line, like how how much they know themselves, um, uh, how much how much resources they have available to them in, in regards to. Um, the interactions they have with the mentor, like, is it just, is, would it be just about football? Would it be about, you know, career development pathways? Would it be about potentially networking with other coaches? And uh, so, like, for, I don't think there's a one-size-fit-all of it. I feel like sometimes that may lean towards the mentor and that will lean towards the mentee. Hmm. So I guess no question for each of you then is, what would you say to those who are out there at the moment that either don't have a mentor or haven't even considered getting a mentor? For me, <laughs> get a mentor if you can seek out someone because it makes ultimately if you've got a growth mindset. Listen, if you've got a growth mindset and you want to progress, you'll progress a lot faster if you have a mentor that is the right fit for you. Even if he's the wrong fit, you'll still maybe progress a bit more. But then again, if you find someone that's completely wrong, it might hinder your progress. I'll put it this way. The most impressive thing I've kind of ever seen in my life in terms of someone finding a mentor was this uh, inner London kid. I think he was 17 at the time. He literally found the most expensive road in London and he knocked on every single door. He knocked on the door and he just spoke to him. goes, what do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? And then there you go, guys. We've, we've got it. Just, just go and knock on someone's door. Yeah. <laughs> but literally, yeah. So if you can Keys be... success. If you can be proactive and find that right fit, then it kind of shows the mentor mm. as well that you actually care about your future, you're ambitious, you've got the right attitude. And he eventually got a job as an apprentice with like a, a, an architect firm or a big company, that kid, just from... Knocking so people just on, on what okay. I'm saying the there, like in terms of... You need to show some elements of proactiveness in your, uh, what you're doing, and it does. It's just like what I said earlier. If you if you are if a if a mentor is giving you uh, all this advice and their time um, to try and better you, and then they don't see um, like you know any sense of direction with it, or that not not that you necessarily have to take everything your, your mentor is saying as gospel, but they need to. They need to see that you're at least considering the the alternatives to what to what they're saying. But like the reason why I say this is because obviously I've had I've had my um, experiences experiences as well being a, a mentor to like two two coaches. One one of which doesn't necessarily take on a lot of the things that I say, uh, but. Uh, is that I feel How I don't. Do you feel that happens? I Sorry just feel like it's yeah, yeah. a waste of time, and uh, with with that, yeah. Fair does that but does that then affect the nature of? Uh, oh, do. yeah. Uh, the yeah. impact, impact. I guess more the nature of the the output you're, no, no, I guess, providing I'm, I'm towards like, that coach I'm, in the future. Then. And at what point? I guess at what point do you yeah, tell well, actually, this, um, is, this, this is not. It, it gets now. it gets to a point where because um, I have two, I, I could I kind of naturally just compare and contrast. So one of them is quite proactive and is more onto me. And uh, with that, I, I probably have a bit more of a proactive uh, relation with them in the fact that, like, uh, you know, if there is a, 
resources that are sent my way that I feel um, that uh, I felt was beneficial uh, to me, I'll send them them away as well. But with the other one, it tends to be quite reactive. I don't, I don't hide away from helping them, but they they will need to come and seek my help because in the past, you know, I've I've given I've given them time and been a, a bit more proactive in providing the support, and uh, I haven't had like any sort of you know reflective comments said and or any anything done with it. Like it's kind of bro- it's kind of brushed over. Uh, so yeah, with that, I don't, I wouldn't, I would, I don't stop helping them, but I, I, te- I only help them if they seek it. Okay. So I guess I mean, Ashwin, you got anything else you want to add to that in regards to you know, yeah. what you would say to those who don't currently have one? I think currently, right now, obviously we're we're talking the the, the football world, and I can only go by experiences too, but. Some of the things that I would consider first before seeking a mentor as a coach is to write down all the things that you are prepared to be challenged on. And these got to be things that are outside your comfort box because that's the only way that someone can support you in getting stronger to make those things outside your comfort box a lot more stronger. So that's just, one just thing on that though, say. just to kind of get in the shot, is, is it also safe to say that actually... A lot of coaches don't know what is in and outside that box yet. But that that will yeah, that's true, but that will come down the line. What I'm saying is at the start, there's gotta be things. Everyone has things, whether it's only one thing or it could be more. Everyone's yeah. got something that they know that they need support on. Not because it's a terrible thing, they just need support on. And it could be part of their personality. Yeah. It could be yeah, yeah, it could be anything that their, their work style. So write down a list of things that you feel that you need support on that you're not yeah. so great on and be prepared to be challenged on that and accept it and listen to it. You don't have to do everything that the person says, but be you know, be, be accepting of the of the feedback. So that's that's one thing. A second yeah. thing is looking to yourself and think to yourself, is this the right time for me in needing a mentor and understand the reasons why you would want one and then go and seek one. And then thirdly, I would say when that mentor you know, approaches you and obviously gives you the thumbs up, we can start this relationship, then you mark it out on what you are both expected to, uh, to, to gain from each other. And if the mentor says that I can only do this certain amount of time, that certain amount of time, then you've got to respect he or she's wishes and vice versa. And then Mm. you start off with one point and don't give uh, the whole of your list of what you need to be worked on. Just give a pointer of, right, okay, I, I, I would like to do this in the next year's time. You know, can you support me on that one? Say you, you want to prepare yourself for applying for a new job or you want to gain the experience of being in this new job or you want to see, how, you know, some form of support. Start with that. And then what you will find is that your mentor will be able to support you on your needs as time goes along. So don't think by getting a mentor, then that's your problem solved. And it, it doesn't work like that. Mm. Start with those three things and then you build a trust and the understanding, and take it from there. That's 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 my advice to to any of these coaches out there. That's 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 seeking a, a, a mentor. Yeah, I think. Well, I think there's some there's some key bits for me there in particular. I think a large part is actually having that relationship built on trust. Um, I think having that trust with the mentor is going to be key. Um, the mentor's got to trust that you're not going. To, you know, ultimately, the mentor's got to trust that you're not going to be wasting their time. They're not going to be wasting their efforts on you. Um, they want to see some, I guess output from that whether that's you directly uh, applying some of the things that they've I guess suggested to you or they've advised you on yeah whether that's I mean 100% you exactly actually... what Ben was saying you know you know you've got two people one's always on his case mm. in a sense where they want to be striving and become a lot more better because mm. probably what Ben's given them mm-hmm. is is that taster of you can do this do you know, yeah, the, more, yeah. the more that that person feels that is the more they're going to be constantly on on, on yeah. the phone to you and so on. But then you've got the other hand who thinks, "Oh my gosh, it's a bit too tricky." And maybe that's still a good sign for that person that maybe their direction needs to go in a different way. It doesn't necessarily have to mean, you know, football wise, yeah. it's it's go this way. It could be go that way later on. Hundred percent. I think within that, it's, it, it comes back to the idea of actually it's a two way thing because you, I might, I might advise you on something, and you might say, actually, yes, you're not. I'm going to try this instead, and this was the this is the outcome. Now, all of a sudden. That mentor is now looking to, I guess, gain something off you. Um, where actually you're now challenging some of the things that the mentor's done. So it's not following 
blindly what you've been advised, if that makes sense. I think it's important that you do go out there so, and yes. challenge your thoughts around just, just the suggestions that, like, and the advice um, that you've been given before like you go and apply. Go on. About in, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the young coaches, they're going to start this without knowing. And I, I don't know what everyone else was doing in their initial years, but I was copying. <laughs> I was, co- I was I was co- I was copying a lot, and the the thing is, if they yeah. do get a mentor at that stage, they they will most likely uh, just take everything they're saying as gospel. And I think with it, so I just thought like within yeah. that, that's I where think... you do establish it because you, do, you you tend to copy things or take words as gospel, and then you realize that you know these you don't you don't really like that, and uh, that's that. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. So like, all I'm saying is that be open to try things that like you may you may not know you may not know what you initially yeah. are in this game. You may not know what you initially want to see in a in a session in the game in the way your team plays. Yeah. But just be open to try things as well. Yeah. Ben, I think def- definitely. I think just just one thing I want to pop in there before you ask that question. I mean, just to highlight. A lot of coaches do start by doing, as you suggest, you know, I've sort of some we've all been there where, you know, we've actually maybe looked at other sessions, thought I'm going to, I like that, so I'm going to use that. I think if you ever find yourself in that moment, ask yourself why you, why you, why you like it. Uh, and then go one step further, maybe speak to the person that you've seen that session delivered from and ask them why they've done it in the way they've done it. Um, and that might help you to start to understand some of the things that are important to you as a coach. Um, ultimately coming to a stage where you start to maybe identify some of your values and beliefs, what your philosophy is, and I guess how that links into now your your coaching philosophy. And we touched briefly the other week about playing philosophy and coaching philosophies, but that's where some of those questions and I guess those thoughts might start to, I guess, develop from. Sorry, Ahmed, you was going to ask a question. I want to ask him a quick question. How did you start this relationship with It's just some organic things. So like, uh, they find you, you find uh, them. For example, with Yas, uh, it was... Uh... Yes, was over like social media. Um, I have another mentee that uh, mentor that I met uh, on my coaching course itself, uh, who's uh, a staff of the FA as well, and he's predominantly from an academic background. And back then, I was doing my masters, so he had like a, a natural affinity to me as well. Um, I have an, I have another me- uh, mentor who I he's the same age as me, but in terms of um, football, he just started a lot earlier and is a bit more, uh, a bit more advanced, and is just gone into, you know, different aspects of it. So, but we talk more. No. <laughs> Was he also in but, almost math But class? we we talk on a more uh, more like level ground. So like with that, there is there is different dynamics in the relation. Like um, with Yas. Uh, it's, it's it's probably changed over the years, like where Yas used to tell me a lot, and now is uh, I, I like to think anyway. I don't know what Yas thinks, but I feel I feel like it's a lot, it's a bit more uh, equal, if if not him slightly ahead uh, all the time, and uh, with the with the staff at the FA that I met is that that um, that dynamic is a lot more like teacher student because of the generation that he came from. Uh, the generation that he came from and how he thinks about, you know, there should always be that learner's teacher thing. Like, I can never, I, I, I can never give him something that he he will take from me. <laughs> well, that's that's at least what I perceive him to perceive from it. And then, like I said, uh, with the third one, is just a bit a uh, bit more equal where we talk on the level ground, uh, even though I perceive him to have more experience than me in the game. Right. I think just, just on that, I think it's just, you know, I'll keep the key things to take away, I guess for me, are asking yourself those questions. What are the problems you're facing? What are the challenges you've got in front of you? And maybe looking at, not always knowing what the outcome can be, was going to be from it. Um, but know where you want to go with it sometimes. Uh, have an idea and be willing to accept that that idea may be changed and shift and shift in a different direction and potentially shaped by some of the advice and support you're getting from others. Um, you know, this it's got to be a process which you're fully engaged in. 
you know, if you're going to go and ask someone for their time, whether that's in a mentorship capacity or in any other capacity, show that you value that time. Uh, and that could just be from giving effort, um, ultimately. Um, but I think the key thing to think about there is obviously what you guys touched on earlier, about developing that trust with your mentor um, and actually showing them that they're not wasting their time by trying to support you or supporting you in a way that you'd, I guess, you'd want them to, if that makes sense. Um, just to kind of wrap up then, I mean, any ad additional key messages that you want to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I'd like to just leave everyone that's listening. If uh, if if you find the right mentor uh, that is like perfect for you, it will accelerate your progress and your learning journey like immensely. So, if you can actually seek one and find one, yeah, from you, uh, me, uh, I just think uh, don't be scared. Don't be scared to try. And establish these uh, mental relationships, even if, even though you're, you may not be uh, 100% sure with what you're looking for from it. Because there's uh, no such thing as uh, wasted time, or well, at least from your perspective, maybe from the mentors. But um, there's no such thing as wasted time because you, in order for you to find the best mentors for you, for you, you need to not only know what you want, but you need to know what you don't want. Um, so don't, uh, if you, within your accessibility of wh whoever you've got around you in, t in terms of coach tutors or more experienced coaches or even coaches on the same level as you, um, don't be scared to try and establish that relationship because, and don't be scared to show a bit of vulnerability with it as well because uh, with that you, you'll get a lot of learning opportunities that will come out of it. Yeah, pretty much what the other guys have said. Um, just probably keep it more of a, a, a simpler terms. Just believe in, believe in difference. And differences can help you on, on, all, on all levels, whether you agree with it or not. Take what you can as a positive, whether you, like I said, whether you agree with it or not, because that's part of being a mentor and being a mentee. And just seek the the support that you need, and what's going to be best to challenge you going forward. Well, I think some great great advice there for for some of the guys that listening up. Um, guys, it's been another in, uh, great great discussion uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, look forward to many more. <laughs> you guys can just let everyone uh, know where yeah, they can find you. You can find me on uh, this is the best Twitter. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at focusbxn. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at secondbest22. That's 2ndbest22. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Bellofigo, B-E-L-L-O-F-I-G-O-78. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter, and that's Sherlinator16. That's S-H-E-R-L-E-N-A-T-O-R-1-6. Right, guys. Um, I'm Yas. You can find me at the Coaches Network on Instagram or at the Coaches Net on Twitter. Um, again, guys, it's been another great discussion. Thank you for All your right. time. Enjoyed it. Look forward to next week. Take care. See you soon. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning to another edition of the Coaches Network podcast. I've no doubt you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Now that you've got a way to contact all the guys, we look forward to seeing some comments and questions around today's show. And don't forget, head over to the platform that you found this edition on and leave us a five-star review and let everybody know how awesome the show is. We read all comments, good or bad, so leave that comment for us and take care, everyone. Until next time. The Coaches Network, bringing the game together. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.